Morning BHA. It is a podcast about barbershop recorded today. Richard Reeve in Queensland and there's Ashdown in Perth. Two Australians talking about the greatest hobby on earth. Oh boy, it's swell to say. Good morning BHA. And good morning BHA. Uh... It is um, a Richard Reeve flying solo here uh, with uh, with the attractive Ash back over in Perth. I have a particularly exciting episode uh, podcast today. Um, I'm I'm uh, up at uh, Malula Bar on the Sunshine uh, Coast and um, uh, for the Sunshine Region. And I uh, thought on the way here I would interview uh, a life member of BHA. Welcome to the podcast, uh, Mel McMichael. Thank you very much for inviting me, Richard. It's my pleasure. Now, I, I must, I must concede, uh, admit to the listener that we we have hardly, we've only literally just said hello to each other because I walk into Mel's uh, study here and there is literally a wall of um, uh, of memorabilia here, and so he is just start about to start to walk me through it. So, so over to you, Mel. Walk me through your wall, because there'll be all sorts of history here. That photo up there is of my first chorus. Small chorus champion, yep. 1978. Wow. Interestingly enough, called the Gold Coast Chorus. Nice. So, San Fran? San Fran, well, it's in San Luis Obispo, California. Okay, righto. Which is halfway between Los Angeles and San Francisco. Right, okay. And I spent about eight years with them. Wonderful. And when I left, they made me a certificate of appreciation. Oh, nice. And made me their international ambassador. Very nice. And one of the things they said as I was leaving, I was going to take up a position of head of a college of, in Bathurst. Right. And they said, uh, as soon as you get located, we accept you to, expect you to uh, set up a concert tour for us. And I'll come back to that in a minute. Anyways, uh, that's my first course. Wonderful. Forty-three years ago. Fantastic. Well, we'll we'll come back to that, but keep going. Well, when I got to Bathurst, uh, having spent such enjoyable time singing with that chorus, there was no barbershop on the east coast of Australia at that time. So uh, the only thing one can do then is form a quartet. Yeah. So I formed a quartet called the Fun Tones. Nice. And that's the Fun Tones up there. And you notice the same uniform that the Fun Tones are wearing as this uniform. Yes. Because uh, shortly after I'd gone to Bathurst, about a year later, I went back to San Luis. They had gotten new uniforms, so I said, why don't you give all those uniforms to the new a chorus new that I've chorus. Yeah. in uh, Bathurst. Fantastic. So I brought over 45 of those uniforms. To some excess baggage. And we fitted out the whole chorus. Fantastic. To use yeah, that's cool. So, so that was the, the first quartet that I formed in Australia. Yep. And uh, we were so popular that uh, we had to form a chorus, of course. And this is the San Luis Obispo chorus. That's a photo they gave me, uh, made me a life member as I left to come up to San up to. Uh, the Sunshine Coast. Yeah. And uh, from that point on, it, it, we just enjoyed barbershop significantly up here. As you do. Uh, Link Abbott met both Mike Ivis and I in yeah. San Francisco at the 1990 convention okay. of uh, 
international. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And uh, he introduced me to Mike Ivis. And when Mike and I got back, we found her only a few blocks from each other in Butterham. So we decided we'd form a quartet, and this is the quartet we formed, Tropical Blend. Okay. We had 16 people show up because we needed a baritone and a bass. Yeah. And we had Link Abbott there to help us select the two people to fit into the quartet. And we formed the Tropical Blend Quartet, uh, which went on. We stayed together about four years and had over 130 performances during that time. Fantastic. And uh, then uh, we didn't want to disappoint those other fellows that came along, so we formed the barbershop chorus here, the San Luis Obispo, or the, the Butterham uh, Sunshine Coast Chorus. Yeah. And uh, this is the chorus right here. Mike. I was directing it. They elected me as president, and Mike uh, became the musical director. For That's the a pretty good set. I was that about years. about twenty twenty odd guys there, twenty twenty five guys, in the chorus. Yeah. That's great. And, what else have we got? Uh, in about nineteen ninety four, I was attracted down to the Gold Coast and joined uh, the Gold Coast at the same time I was singing with the Sunshine Statesman up here. And I sang with the Gold Coast for six years, okay, 1994 yep. to 2000. Okay. And these are three of the championships. Wonderful, yeah, 95, 97, and 99, yep. Yeah, 1999, uh, this course, the Gold Coast course, was the first course to go to the U.S. and sing in the International Convention. There you go. And we had a wonderful time. It was in Anaheim, just outside Los Angeles. Yeah. Anaheim, where, uh, where um, Disneyland is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We actually all went to Disneyland. Very cool. Because our, our motel was right adjacent to Disneyland. Yeah, nice. So Excellent. It was pretty fun. Awesome. This is the senior quartet that I sang with when I was with the Blenders. And we were the 1995 senior quartet champions. Excellent. Uh, that's the first senior quartet champion that we Yeah, right. So, and this was only the third convention. So in 91 and 93, um, there was no seniors category. There was just, yeah, just, just the open category. And okay, 95, the yeah, first yeah. seniors. Very good, okay. Interesting thing, in 1995, the Gold Coast had a clean sweep. They had the championship chorus, chorus yeah. they had the championship open quartet, yeah. they had the championship senior yeah, quartet. Yeah, nice, nice. I, that's the only time internationally that I have ever heard of a chorus making a clean sing, such as that. So it was really quite a privilege singing with them. In 2000, I continued singing with the uh, Sunshine Statesman, yeah. but uh, joined the River Super City Clippers, yeah. Clippers as well and sang with the Clippers for about 12 years. Wow. Until uh, about 2012, something yeah. like that. At the same time as I was singing with the Sunshine Statesman. So I had the, a real opportunity to have friends across a number of choruses. Yes. Beginning way back in San Luis and going through to the present time with the, the Sunshine Statesman. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. What else we got here? 
Well, these are some of the quartets that I sang with. That, uh, we had we meddled not mainly at the regionals. Yeah. Uh, there was another. So we've got Vintage Blend set. 2, that's 99 in Brisbane, Sunshine Region Silver Medalists, uh, 99 in Brisbane. Um, so that's your. So it's your. Uh, what, an open silver, is it? And then the seniors, what's that? Yeah. Sunshine Region of Ams, That's awesome. Uh, all right, I'm going to position this in a very. Uh, I'm just. If I can just use a, a, a sort of a table. There, anyway, maybe that can just go on the floor or something. It'd be nice just to put it on a, a table, but um, maybe it can. It'll probably pick you up quite well if we're there. Just yeah, just look this way, and uh, yeah, that's perfect. Actually, right there. So um, yeah, thank you for for that, Mel. So we'll just sort of go back to the start, I guess. Now that we've had a little tour. And um, tell our listeners about your musical background as a, as a, as a child and through your uh, manhood and how you discovered barbershop singing. Well, singing has always been a part of my enjoyable life. Uh, way back in, uh, high school, in grade school, when I was about six, I got involved in singing in the first grade. Yeah. And progressively uh, moved on to junior high school, joined the chorus there went on to senior high school and was a member of the senior high school chorus and uh, then went to college. So from a kid you knew you loved to sing? As a, as a child you knew you loved to, to sing? Oh yes, yeah. singing sing was part of my life. Yeah, fantastic. That's, that's the beauty of that, yeah. making your life that much richer. Yeah. And in college uh, I joined the men's glee club and became the business manager of the, the men's glee club in Ohio. And yeah organized the various concerts that we presented around the state of Ohio while I was in college. 
college. Yeah. One of my greatest regrets, I went on to finish a BA and then a, an MBA and then a PhD. Fantastic. In Texas. And went to uh, Dallas, Texas uh, as a management consultant in the firm there. And one of my greatest regrets is that I did not know about the Dallas Majority. Yeah, wow. I joined them at that particular time. Well, like yeah, that. well, listen, it's, it's, uh, so many people who, um, who joined Barbershop not only say, I wish I had joined sooner, but, um, I mean, you know, I'm not, it's, uh, I guess it could be argued the Australia's vocal majority, the Blenders, uh, you know, I, um, and, and even the, and, and the Clippers had success as well. And I grew up in, in southeast Queensland, and uh, yeah, for, for all throughout the nineties, um, yeah. li lived in Brisbane, and could easily have been seen with with the Clippers and all the Blenders, and uh, it wasn't until um, Sydney and then Perth that I just got in barber shop. But anyway, better late than never. Um, so you're in Texas uh, to do your. What was your PhD in? Pardon? What was your PhD in? Uh, PhD was in business and economics. Business and economics. Ah, oh, yeah. that's why I went into management consulting. Yeah, right. After finishing it. Yeah. Fantastic. So I spent a number of years in management consulting and and then went back to uh, uh, teaching at the university level in yeah. San Luis Obispo, yeah. California. Yeah. Beautiful city, great, great location. Nice. So you, you, you did travel a bit. And so, yeah, so you loved singing throughout, throughout your life and, um, and you, yeah, tell me about discovering Barbershop. Well, uh, I was attracted to an annual concert in San Luis Obispo by the Gold Coast Chorus, mm. and they had a program there that everyone received, and inside the program was a little slip. Mm. If you're interested in knowing more about barbershop, fill in your name and your telephone number. I did, and uh, this was on Saturday. On Monday afternoon, this young gentleman called me on the telephone and said, I'll be around to pick you up and take you to our chorus practice, which he did. And uh, they got me singing uh, something like uh, Wild Irish Rose mm. in a quartet, nonetheless, mm. Mm. as the lead. And I was hooked. Fantastic. I, I was gone. And, uh, Isn't that always the case? People who go on to love Barbershop and sing it for throughout their lives, they, they love it as soon as they find it. Uh, yes. Often that isn't interesting. Yeah. When you get four-part harmony yeah. and you enjoy it, yeah. Uh, you, you're just hooked and you can't leave, you've got to stay there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fantastic. And, and so that was, that was this, the, the Gold Coast Chorus, yes? In, that's in America, right. yep. Yeah, and you yes. sang with them for how long? A few decades. Well, I, I was a member there eight years. Right. Uh, but I sang with them about six and a half years. Okay. The rest of those years I was in uh, the country of Australia. <laughs> organizing barbershop here. The country of Australia. my membership. Well, uh, well, uh, yeah. well. You, you, uh, what a beautiful segue. Because as much as uh, I mean, we may come back to your Gold Coast chorus in America, but let's yeah, let's really get stuck into um, yeah your time in the early days in Australia. Because of course, um, uh, um, Bruce Oakley and 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 colleagues were of course over in in Perth, and they had been singing there for decades and discovered barbershop in the mid eighties. Um, and of course, um, Link Abbott, as you mentioned, and, and the guys uh, at, at the at Dream World from you know through the eighties, sang in a quartet um, with Derek Cosman, etc. But you, um, you, so so from from America, you chose to come or were sent to to and, uh, to Bathurst to Australia. 
I chose to come to Bathurst. They invited me to come over to head up the college. Right. And uh, which I turned into a university. Fantastic. The year I was wow, there. look at you with all your interesting additional stories. Uh, what about just a, a nonchalant college which <laughs> I turned into a university? Wow, that's another podcast on itself. Um, uh, that's fantastic. And uh, did you know much about Bathurst? It's a beautiful place in the mountains, nice and cold, not like here in, on the Sunshine Coast. I knew nothing about Bathurst until yeah. I flew in and really had a good look around. Yeah. I brought my wife with me because yeah. if I'm going to make a move like that, yeah. you want to make sure she's happy. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, fantastic. And so because you had loved barbershop singing in Gold Coast in, in California, um, it, was, it was obvious that you were going to want to form um, a barbershop group in Bathurst. I had to, yes. Yeah. That barbershop is part of my life. Yeah. And Fantastic. when you're missing it, you're going to do something about it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I formed this quartet, the Fun Tones. Yeah. And when, when you um, formed the quartet, you, um, did, you, um, did you have a preference for a quartet or, or chorus? Did you like them more, one or the other or both equally? Oh, I'm really a quartet man. You love quartets, yeah. Oh, yes, something, yes. something about the purity of the sound, and that was the original yeah, yes. form of barbershop, yeah. But the other leg of that is sharing barbershop harmony with other people. Yes. As this quartet sang around Bathurst, men came up to us and said, We like that, we'd like to do something yeah. too. So, what can you do? You've got to form a chorus, and that's how the Bathurst Barbershop Chorus was formed. Young men and middle-aged men came up yep. to us and said, we'd like to be part of that. That's so fantastic. So we went ahead and formed a barbershop harmony chorus in Bathurst. Yeah, wow. Um, and then you you moved from Bathurst to the Sunshine Coast, is that what you said? Well, before then, there was something that did happen which was very significant to, to what was then Ham's. Yes. Uh, the chorus in California the president called me and said, when are you going to set up the concert tour? Yeah. And I said, well, uh, let me have a couple of weeks to organize it and I'll be back to you. So I spent the next month going, well, I selected four locations that I thought could be very good barbershop harmony. This is sort of in the late 80s, isn't it? Is that right? Around About 1986. Okay, yeah, mid-80s, yeah. Mid-80s, yeah. yeah. And I went around to these four locations. I was a rotary man, and uh, as that, I actually contacted the rotary clubs in each of these four locations and mm. said, this is what I have in mind, having a concert of a good barbershop chorus mm. in your locale. Mm. And I'd like to come and talk with you about it. So I, I went to each of these locations, talked with the chorus, the uh, rotary people, got them to agree that they would house all the people coming from California. And they then organized that we would have these concerts at the RSL Club in our location. And uh, we were on. And uh, we then agreed that uh, the profits from these concerts would go to the Crippled Children Society of New South Wales. Yeah. And I knew the president of the Crippled Children Society and he organized that uh, one of their ladies would be the host of this chorus when they came over. We organized a bus, met them at the airport with the bus, and I'd set up a television station to come and televise Fantastic. the coming of this chorus yeah. out of the airport. Yeah. 
and uh, they videotaped the, the chorus singing as they came down the ramp off of the plane. And it was really quite a good That's publicity awesome. for yeah. all of New South Wales and Barbershop. We had concerts all around these four locations, including Bathurst, it was five. And after the concert, which often was very successful, after the concert, uh, we did the same thing that I had received in San Luis, and that was a program with a little slip in it. And we had these slips filled out at each of the locations. And we went back to each of these locations with a little slips, got a hold of these people who indicated they wanted to sing in barbershop. And we ended up organizing barbershop courses in three of those locations. And uh, my quartet went down, took along learning tapes, because we were using tapes then. Yeah, of course. Of all of the Barber Polecat songs. Yes. And hard copies of music, and spent the whole weekend at each of these three locations teaching them how to sing Barber Polecat songs. Fantastic. Left the tapes with them. Yeah. Left the hard music with them. Yeah. And they were off and running as a barbershop chorus. So they were the second, third, and fourth barbershop choruses in the East Coast, yeah, uh, in New South Wales particularly. Yeah, fantastic. And that was great fun. Just and so where, so your, yours was in Bathurst, where were these, I know that you part of the tour, the concert tour was in Orange, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, so Bathurst, Orange, was, was it Lithgow, another one of the concert venues? Uh, Wagga Wagga was Wagga one, one yeah. Uh, on the East Coast, just above uh, Sydney. Gosford, maybe. Gosford, yeah. yes, okay. Gosford. And the Blue Mountains, uh, Penrith. Yeah, nice, okay. We had a concert there as and well. And so there, the Gosford chorus continues, the Penrith chorus continues. Um, yeah. yeah, that's nice, okay. And uh, that's fantastic. And um, so this sort of was actually, uh, by the sounds of it, it was sort of a little, um, a little bit um, naughty or playful for the uh, Gold Coast chorus in California to sort of hit you up to organize a tour, but it ended up really being uh, quite a, an explosion of activity in Australia. Not only that, but they had a wonderful time here as well. Oh, well, yeah, we knew we that. met Australians, yeah. found out how wonderful Australian people were. Yeah. And we went back to San Luis on occasion, visited, and they could not stop talking about uh, how well they were treated by well, the I mean, Australians. It's, it's not that long ago, but still the world was a smaller place, you know, in, in the mid-80s, you know, obviously well before the internet. Um, uh, it, it was... Um, uh, 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 yeah, just a slightly simpler time, so that's fantastic. And um, and so that was, when when were you in touch with, with um, the Perth guys about, um, because it was, you know, many years, about, about uh, bands? Well, that's a very interesting thing. Uh, they organized somewhere around 1984, and we were organizing at the same time in Bathurst. In parallel, right. And, uh, we were in the process of developing a, a corporate structure, if you will, for the barbershop on the East Coast. Yeah. And David uh, came in, my secretary, and said, hey, there's already an organization in Perth, so why don't we organize ourselves to join them? Right, which had just been formed, because this was around 86, 87. That's right. And it was only a couple of years old, okay, because 85 was in Perth, yep. So we called them, talked with them, John Little, of course, yep. was the president then, and we said, uh, this is who we are, it's yeah. what we're doing, yeah. 
uh, instead of our organizing a uh, competitive organization let's, over well, here, yeah, let's why don't combine. we just join forces? Yeah. So uh, all of our Bathurst Chorus members became members of what was then AMS, yes. Australian Association yeah. of Men Barbershop Singers. That's right, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was a fairly logical name, evolution from the Western Australian Association. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, and, and so tell me about your um, the, the evolution of, of AMS over those next sort of through into the late 80s because um, there were other um, uh, tours as well, weren't there? Uh, um, uh, interstate Rivals came out in, in the late. Well, tell me about you know your involvement in how, how AMS evolved around that sort of 88, 89 time. Well, uh, Nick Abbott, as you know, yep. developed a Gold Coast course down on the Gold Coast. Yeah. They called them the Banana Blenders, of yes. course, at that time. Yes. And they had a, a concert, an annual concert, and it was Interstate Rivals who were their feature quartet. Yeah. So this was, of course, wife, the Interstate Rivals were the 1987 International Champion Quartet and the first gold medal for the mighty awesome Joe Connolly. So yeah, quite a and remains to this day one of the you know more highly regarded and popular quartets. Yeah. They were called the Interstate Rivals because. Half of the quartet was from Ohio, half of the quartet was Kentucky, there right you across go. the border, interstate <laughs> rivals. Well, anyways, we went down to this concert. It was a wonderful concert, and uh, the interstate rivals sang beautifully. Mm. Afterwards, of course, uh, they sang and invited other fellows to sing with them. Mm. And I was standing there and looking at them and enjoying their singing, and uh, the uh, lead, Joe Conley, uh -huh. came up and grabbed me by the arm and said, come on in, you're going to sing from That's so from cool. Place. So you sang with Interstate so Rivals. I sang with Interstate Rivals. That's so cool. What a great experience that was. Was that just on the spur in, in the concert or just socially at the Afterglow? Or? This was the Afterglow. At the Afterglow, yeah. that's so cool. They, they sang quite a bit in the Afterglow. Yeah, yeah. And that's when they dragged me in to sing. Yeah, that's so And I had awesome. another interesting experience, uh, comparable to that. Uh, when we organized the uh, Sunshine Region, mm -hmm. uh, Derry Cosmer was my vice president and I was the president for mm -hmm. four years mm -hmm. in the region. And we had uh, the Gas House Gang. Gas House Gang, right, because they of course... Uh, we had the Gas House Gang as our feature quartet. Yes. And the Gas House Gang, gang likewise, had an afterglow, and uh, all the guys were seen with them in the afterglow. Yeah. They would drag one fellow in after the other. And I was standing on the outside, because I was president of the region, and I wanted to make sure things went well. Yes. And the lead of the chorus, quartet came out and grabbed me again. Yes. Pulled me in. That's Rich Knight, yeah. And I sang with them. Wow, you had another experience. You're starting to get in, in elite company here. If you've sung, uh, you've sung with both Interstate Rivals and Gas House Gang, um, that's, that's uh, yeah, pretty amazing. And I also had a chance to sing with that quartet over there the Ritz. The Ritz, yeah, well, of course, the Ritz were the um, international champions for uh, the first AMS convention, of course, exactly. uh, on the Gold Coast. They, they were not only champions, they were our judges for the yeah, first convention. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, um, 
so many great stories here, but um, tell us about the first convention and the, and the lead up to that. Tell us about the, the there must have been so much um, uh, excitement, but a lot of hard work going into, and it was of course based over here on the East Coast, so, and it had been, you know, more than five years since uh, the association was formed, and obviously every year people were saying, well, you know, can we have uh, an in-person convention? There'd been a, at least two virtual video competitions, hadn't there? So there must yeah. have been a, a sort of increasing talk about, can we make this viable? And great interest in getting the choruses and the quartets together mm. in one location. Mm. Uh, Eddie Klimenwitz was the fellow who did the organizing down on the Gold Coast, and that's where the first uh, convention actually occurred. Yeah. He did a great job. Yeah. And uh, we were sort of like looking and working with him, but they did all the work in terms of organizing. We were the ones that really enjoyed it in terms of coming along. <laughs> you turned up to make it successful. Well, a lot of people turned up. Yeah. It's, it was it's just a, a joyous experience yeah. to get all these people from around Australia Isn't it? that yeah. had gotten involved in barbershop yeah. together yeah. for the first time, really. Yeah, yeah. Now, we've um, you know, still got, of course, the videos from the 1991 convention, and yeah, Eddie getting up uh, there and welcoming each other, uh, welcoming all the delegates to the Gold Coast. Of course, the, the, the you know, the, the late John Little getting up and uh, in, in, in all his charisma as, as the excited yeah. first president, and he really, on the video, it really does come across his, his um, really, elation at, it, at it coming to a reality because this was, the, yeah, the first in-person convention for the new, the new society. So, um, and, but was, was your focus more on, um, on you know, build, for founding and building these um, Sydney, um, New South Wales and, and, and Queensland choruses, the Bathurst and then Sunshine Coast and then, uh, and then um, down into southeast Queensland? Yes. Yes. Uh, interesting enough, uh, the idea of barbershop spread a bit even from the Sunshine Coast. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Tropical Blend Quartet, which I was singing with here, sang up in Gympie, in the main street of Gympie on, on one of their festival days. Mm. And uh, we had these fellows following us around, mm. uh, listening to us sing. <laughs> And we then took them to a tavern afterwards and said, you like this music? And mm. he said, yeah, we love it. We'd like to have some of this up here. So Mike Ivis and I went up and helped them organize the uh, Gimpy Barbershop Chorus. Uh, and we went up for about five weeks in a row, helping him get started in the Barber Polecat songs, leaving them the tapes, learning tapes, yeah. and the music and got them started in terms of barbershop and gimpy at that particular time. Wow, yeah, well, yeah, from here, gimpy's like that far away, a little bit, but... Um, and, and briefly, how did you find it forming each of the choruses you formed? Was it a, was it a relatively similar process or, 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 or a bit different, each of them? It seems like each place you went, there were really people who... Uh, there was an untapped market, there were, you know, people clearly wanted to sing. Well, once they heard the harmony associated with four-part harmony yep. barbershop, yep. Uh, there was a lot of interest mm. uh, in each location. The same here in the Sunshine Coast. We began with, what, uh, 16 people, and it wasn't very long before we ended up with about 35 mm. 
uh, up to 40 people at mm. one time. Mm. So barbershop is contagious. Hey, it's not just, yes. Once, <laughs> once, you, once you're here, once you start seeing it, yeah. it's pretty hard to leave. Isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, and how many times did you go to international? Because you, of course, you know, having having you know been a, a American, you know, by, for most of your life, I guess, uh, earlier life, and and having discovered barbershop in 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 uh, California, did you go to many internationals? Norman and I have been to seventeen international Fantastic. conventions. Fantastic. <laughs> what was your most recent? And we've met so many wonderful people yeah. in these conventions. Yeah. One man that we met continually whenever we went to a convention was Mel Knight. Mm -hmm. Mel Knight became a very good friend. Uh, as you know, Mel came over with a quartet way back in about 1986. Kenosha Chordsman, they mm -hmm. called themselves. That was, a, that was a, a, um, a coaching quartet from the BHS headquarters they, uh, included Yamel and, and Jim DeBuspin and, and um, uh, a couple of others. And yeah, that, there was, uh, there was uh, well, tell us the story about the, the name change because they suggested a, a different name originally. There, it was, um, uh, which was not, uh, it, it's actually, it's in Andy Abberley's, uh history book of, of the first 20 years, but uh, there was a sort of a double entendre name initially, which sort of was not, uh, they thought, let's, let's go with something different. But so the, yeah, the Kenosha Corsman came over and, and was a, yeah, it was a teaching quartet. It was a teaching quartet. Yeah. And they spent a good bit of time with us in Bathurst yeah. when they came over. And Mel actually stayed with us in Bathurst nice. while he was there. And then of course he went over to the West Coast after that yeah. and helped them coach over there as yeah. well. Yeah. But Mel also had a lot of interface with us because uh, Mel and his quartet, which was uh, from Oregon came over and they were the nucleus of our staff for the First Harmony College, right. which was held right here on the uh, Sunshine Coast. Oh, is that in 91 after the 91 convention or? I'm sorry? Was that after the 91 convention on the Gold Coast? Yes. Right, people, okay, people came all the way up here. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, but when I invited Mel over as the dean of our First Harmony College. Uh, he said, well, look, why don't you come over and uh, attend our Harmony College so you get an idea, because I was the one who was organizing it. I was, I was president of ANS at mm. that particular time. Mm -hmm. So I went over to uh, Harmony College in Kansas, I believe it was at that time. No, Missouri. Right. In Missouri. And uh, spent a whole week there mm. wondering at the various classes that they were presenting at the Harmony College. And then Mel and his court came over, quartet came over, mm. and they were the nucleus of our staff at a First Harmony College. And that's a picture of the First Harmony College up there, where we had quite a nucleus of people. Fantastic, this one here. Yes. Yeah. First Australasian Harmony College. This is 1994, okay. Sunshine Coast, Queensland. April 5th to the 10th, right. So, um, Clearly this was held on an off year between the second and the third national right. conventions. That's right. And we invited New Zealanders over as well. Ah, oh, you're very generous. And we invited ladies as well, as you'll see there's a number yeah. of ladies there. Yeah. But the intent, of course, was to spread the gospel. Yeah. Barbershop Harmony is great, and we had a great staff, so we had a whole 
a whole week, not just a few days. Fantastic. And the whole week together. And that's a pretty good turnout. There'd be, um, uh, would there be a hundred people there? There'd certainly be. I think we had about 120. Fantastic. What a great number of people for, for an Aussie, uh, Aussie Hartley College. That's a, you know, that's, uh, we don't, you know, it's been sort of among, towards the highest number we've had of the past uh, 10 or 20 years as well. I think we've, about that. And some of the more recent ones have been a bit less. Um, Mel, uh, time is, is um, getting away from us. Thank you. This is awesome history. Thank you. Um, a couple of things to cover. Uh, tell us a bit more. You mentioned you know, your, times, your time as, as AMS president. Um, tell us about that. Uh, you know, what do you remember about that time and what were the, the, big, uh, the big issues you were, you were managing? And, and tell us about um, yeah, communicating across the country you know, as, 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 the, as the National Council. Well, we didn't have a truly National Council uh -huh. at that time because we had convinced uh, the existing council in Western Australia that it was important for the other parts of Australia to participate in the management and the growth of the organization. So you sort of took it in turns around the country, is that how it worked? That's exactly yeah. what we proposed. Yeah. Let's have a two-year management team yeah. in each of the locations around the country so that we can indeed spread the gospel much more effectively. Yeah. So we were the first organized region in the Sunshine region here. And uh, we sort of built the, the model for uh, the rest of the regions. After that, uh, the eastern region came together. And the first president of the eastern region happened to be the secretary, my secretary, when we organized nice. the Bathurst uh, course. Uh, David did a very good job for yeah. two years as a president uh, in the Eastern Region. And then following that, of course, uh, we had uh, the region down in uh, Melbourne that was organized. And they brought in Tasmania as part of that organization as well. Mm. And following that, following the same model, uh, we had the uh, South Australian organization, the region, come in. So yeah. gradually the Bathurst beginning and the Western Australian beginning has spread out all over Australia now. Yeah, yeah. And we're spreading the gospel, the beauty of Barbershop Island. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll, we might come back to that a little bit, but tell us about the, the first Harmony College and, and how did you um, decide to have it on and off here? Because of course now, for, for many years now, it's been um, attached to the National Convention and just a few days after it, but it was its own standalone event. Um, at, at, why was it chosen to be in the year between conventions uh, and, and how did that go? Basically it was because the work of putting together a convention is a lot of work. Right. And trying to run a real new experience of a Harmony College together with the convention would be over demanding yep. for any group uh, that was going to do it. Yep. So we elected to have it in the off year. It was the first time that uh, we had a Harmony College and we utilized the members of the Sunshine Statesman for all of the management position activities in terms of running the Harmony College. The accommodation, the food. Yeah. We even had ice cream every evening. Nice. We had one man in charge of making sure. Priorities, ice cream. Ice cream yes. Yes, which is a takeoff of Harmony College in the U.S. Yes. Where they have ice cream every evening. Yes. 
So everybody in our Sunshine Statesman course was involved in some way in making this first Harmony College a success. And it was held right down uh, in the Malulabai area Beautiful. at a church camp, would you yeah. believe, which had accommodation, had uh, a good food yeah. facilities, and had a nice hall where we could have a final concert. So after a full week of activities, we presented a final concert of uh, various quartets that have been working together. Yeah. And we had one mass chorus, 120 people. No one there uh, had ever sung in, in a, in a barbershop chorus of that, anywhere near that size before. And we had, of course, uh, some great musical direction and Mel Knight, who was our dean of the whole Harmony College. Nice, fantastic. Yeah, what an awesome uh, uh, time that must have been. And, and given that um, AMS na uh, national conventions were, were every two years up until 2015, I, I assume one of the reasons that the, uh, just piggybacking on your point about it uh, being a really big thing to organise, the convention and, and the Harmony College, having it on the off year gave, and having it, it was a week long, you were saying, it gave, gave people something substantial to do and to come together for on the off year. It was. It was a really gathering of people who were very interested in furthering barbershop around Australia. Yeah. And you can have a look in that photo, you'll see that there are some of the current leaders in barbershop Absolutely. Yeah. that are at that uh, particular Harmony College. And um, from how far around did the participants come, do you remember? They were sort of almost all from southeast Queensland, presumably, or? No, we had some from New South Wales, of yep, course. Yep. We had some people coming from uh, uh, Western Australia. Yeah, well. Uh, you recall in the second convention, the, the champion Hopeman Quartet, Western, habits. Yep. Western, Holland, Western yep. Australia. Yeah. Well, they were hesitant to come because it was going to cost them money. Yeah. So I got my counsel to set up a scholarship program, and we had all four of those members of the quartet here uh, at that uh, Harmony College. Fantastic. We paid them a scholarship, we gave them free scholarship, yes. and we paid some of their flights to come over here. Yeah. Uh, it was because very you, important. Because you wanted the current Australian National Barbershop Quartet champion at this event. We wanted them very badly at this event for two reasons. One, we wanted them to expose themselves to mm -hmm. the rest of the fellas, mm -hmm. But we also wanted to give them a chance to get experience because they then later went over and represented Australia at the International In Miami Convention. in 1995, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So they then, what they sort of felt more connected to barbershop around Australia when they went off to to international. They were very much representing yeah, barbershop nice. Australia. That's awesome. And they felt it too. That's lovely. Um, listen, um, this is such great material. We, we, we're not too far from finishing up. Tell me about your your studies in business and economics. There, there must have been so much from that rich field and your decades of, of experience in your professional life that you brought over to to the organisational side of barbershop. You know, we all we we we, we get involved in barbershop for the singing, but without the organising, there is no club or competition or anything. So you, you must have brought a lot of the organisational skills over to 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 grow the the organisation of barbershop. Well, yes, uh, from the Gold Coast course that I was with in San Luis Obispo, it was 
very significant to bring the kind of structure over. Uh -huh. And even the constitutions that yep. uh, we had in the U.S. was able to, to bring those over and to adapt them to uh, Australian courses here. Uh, we had to change various ideas and uh, various approaches, but that was a lot of carryover from the U.S. that we brought over. Just briefly, do, do you remember, were there particular things that, that you remember um, that you had to change from the, the American model to things that really you found worked differently in Australia? Well, certainly the music, uh, we changed a fair bit. Uh, but we used an awful lot of uh, the U.S. music mm -hmm. because those were the arrangers at the time. Yes. We had no arrangers over here in Australia. Yeah. So we used all the arrangements from the U.S. And the tapes, learning tapes in the U.S. Mm. Uh, and whenever we went to an international convention, we always brought back uh, various CDs that uh, we were using in terms of uh, training the various leaders here in yes. Australia, both in barbershop and in chorus. And in your times as AMS president, did you interact with the, the um, American Society uh, president very much? Was that still Joe Lyles at that stage? Well, it was Joe Lyles uh, for when I was at Bathurst. And I actually have a tape uh, from Joe Lyles uh, that he sent for the first annual concert that Bathurst put on. And we played that for the audience so they could hear here is Spebsco welcoming Bathurst. Oh, that's cool. Barbershop to Bathurst. You've got that somewhere here, have you? I do. I have it in the machine. Fantastic. You weren't ready to play or something, do you? <laughs> uh, I could play if you like it. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Greetings to our dear barbershop friends in Australia. Happy birthday, and may you have many, many more. Australians, all let us rejoice, for we are young and I'm Joe Lyles, Executive Director of SPEBS QSA, but otherwise a lover of Barbershop Harmony. As Barbershop Harmony spreads its golden ring of sound all over the world, you have become another important link in the chain that binds our hearts in harmony. A harmony that can only promote peace and goodwill to all who hear it, and most of all, to those who share in the singing of it. May the joyful sound of barbershop bring happiness and brotherhood to you for the rest of your lives. Someday our paths will cross, and we can sing some songs and tags together. Until then, we join you in the effort to keep the whole world singing. Once a jolly swag That's awesome. can buy a billabong. That's fantastic. Thank you for playing that. Um, I actually met Joe Lyles when I went to the Harmony College in the U.S. Yeah. A real gentleman. Yeah. A lovely man. Yeah. He, he was very interested in helping Barbershop move on in Australia. Fantastic. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, and I can hardly think of a better way to... Uh, to, to finish up this, this uh, podcast episode. So um, before my uh, last question that I always like to ask, is, was there anything else you wanted to just, you know, uh, mention about your, your time in, in Barbershop in Australia? Any particular other stories that spring to mind or important turning points that you remember, that, you know, being important in, in development of Barbershop in Australia? 
I can see honestly that I think barbershop harmony has given me much more than I've given barbershop wow. harmony. Yeah. Wow, that's that's just perfect. Um, the, the the question, uh, Mel, that I like to um, finish all of these uh, podcast episodes with is, uh, you, you remind me, was it, um, what, what, what was the year that you joined the Gold Coast Chorus in California? 1978. 78. So, what would what advice would 2021 Mel McMichael give 1978 Mel McMichael about barbershop and your hist and your role in it for the rest of your life? I just wish I had gotten into barbershop much earlier. But but given that we you did discover it when you did, what what have you learned about it that you would would you change anything? Would you give any advice to yourself in 1978, or would you just let yourself go with with exactly what you did? I do exactly the same thing that Fantastic. I did. Fantastic. Yeah. I, I really fell in love with Barbershop and it's made my life that much richer yeah. for the past 43 years. Goodness me, I couldn't have, couldn't have scripted that more perfectly. Uh, Mel, uh, you are a, um, a, a, a thoroughly deserving life member of BHA. Uh, thank you for the huge role uh, you have played over the past uh, 35 years in Barbershop in Australia and, and, and of course before that in America. And, uh, and, and long may I continue, and uh, let's enjoy Sunshine Region this weekend. It's going to be a wonderful weekend. Fantastic. Thank you, sir.